Welcome back to Fictional Men Written by Women, a podcast created by Dipsy. I'm your host, Faye Keegan. This week, we're going to listen to episode three of the Lone Wolf series, and I'm definitely a little biased, but it's a very special one. Uh, And I think it really delivers well on that out west cowboy magic. The whole episode takes place at a county fair over July 4th weekend. And just how much more Americana can you get? Like, come on. And Katie and Jesse are still very much trying to keep their relationship a secret from her family and from the rest of the town. Re-listening to this episode of Lone Wolf really reminded me of how carefully the team worked to balance the power dynamics in this series, in this episode particularly. A lot of times in these sort of small town romances where you have like country guy and city slicker girl, the guy is painted as kind of a jerk and (laughs) the woman is kind of naive or stupid or kind of like comically ridiculous. Like she's wearing heels and dragging her suitcase up a gravel path or something. Or she doesn't know anything about horses. Um, And she's obviously kind of painted in a sort of ridiculous, cartoonish, um, naive way. In this series, we really wanted Jesse to have this intense, dominant, possessive energy and to be more in control and more experienced in the ways of ranch life than Katie. But we didn't want his power to come at the expense of hers. Katie in the series certainly is no delicate flower. She is kind of brazen and bold and confrontational even. She takes control in a lot of the situations. And she's certainly not someone who's going to sit back and just let some guy in a cowboy hat tell her what to do. And so in the moments where Jesse gets to be more dominant You feel like he's really earned it, uh, and you're kind of ready to see what happens when he sort of takes control away from Katie. And that tension, that balance, that exchange of power between them really drives the magic of this episode. So before we start listening to episode three, I got to remind you, if you don't want to wait for us to keep dropping these, the whole series and many more fictional men written by women are available right now on the Dipsy app. Uh, and you can get 30 days free by using code FICTIONALMEN at dipsystories.com. That's D-I-P-S-E-A-S-T-O-R-I-E-S.com slash FICTIONALMEN to explore hundreds more spicy audio stories. So here it is. Episode 3 of Lone Wolf. <laughs> yeah. No, everybody comes. Even people from, like, way outside city limits. It's corny. Okay, it's corny. The fairground smelled like fresh-cut grass and candy apples. Laura had been telling me all week how big a deal July 4th was around town. And now I could see what she meant. The air felt electric. The sky was dark, and people were starting to move toward the open field to watch the fireworks, when I felt someone looking at me from across the crowd, all alone, with his hands in his pockets of his jeans. He smiled at me and cocked an eyebrow. My pulse fluttered. He turned slowly on his heels, nodding his head for me to follow. Hey, I'll be right back, okay? Okay. I came around a corner decked out in neon-colored plushies the size of a small horse. 
And there he was, Jesse, tossing rings onto old-fashioned milk bottles. Still got it. You sweep a lot of girls off their feet this way? Uh, back in the day, sure. But now, now I've got other skills. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you roll your eyes, but you know it's true. Now, come on. Pick a prize. Mm -mm. Wow, they're all so neon. <laughs> um, I want that one. I think it's a dog, but let's say it's a wolf. The hot pink one or the highlighter yellow? Surprise me. You got it. He moved behind me and hugged me close to his chest, then covered my eyes with one hand. That's it. All right. You ready? The anticipation is killing me. Madam, <laughs> please accept this humble gift. Shit, of... I see my cousin. Why did she see us? I don't think so. Can you get away later? I can get away now. No, no, I don't, I don't know. I do. Wait at mm. your truck for me. Yes, ma'am. There you are. Hi. Sorry. I just got distracted. What was up with Jesse? What? I saw him talking to you for a second. Was he bothering you? Oh, no. I dropped something. Hmm. He was just helping me out. You know our family kind of hates him, right? I know about this stupid... whatever feud he's in with our family. No, it's not just us. It's the whole town. Yeah, I know. He told me about it and... Honestly, well, I mean, I don't want to get involved. Wait, you're friends with him? No, I just... forget it. You have to be careful, Katie. He's not someone you want to be friends with. Word gets around here. <laughs> I've noticed. Oh, come on. Let's go watch the fireworks. My friend's got a spot up on the hill. You know, I'm going to meet you there. Wait, what? Katie! I'll see you there. Everyone else was going the opposite way, toward the field where the fireworks were about to start. He was easy to spot, with the bright yellow plushie under his arm. I was angry. I could feel my pulse racing and a sort of buzz under my skin. I was sick of sneaking around and playing by some invisible Jesse. rules. Wait. I wanted Jesse. him. Badly. <sighs> well, you didn't even let me get all the way to my truck. been pounding. The speed of the car would have done it. Uh, where are we going? My place. How far is that? Uh, just out of town, little. I don't think you heard me. I want you now. Mm. Well, yes, ma'am. He pulled off the side of the road, parking behind a small outcropping of trees. He walked around to the front of the truck, headlights still on. Between the two beams of light, he took off his shirt and tossed it on the hood. Are you coming? He grabbed my waist and lifted me up, setting me down on the hood of the truck. I opened my legs, and he pushed them even farther apart. His hands felt strong on my thigh, then he crept them under my skirt, up the insides of my thighs. Touch me. No, 
I think I've taken enough orders from you today, miss. You'll get what you need. But I'm gonna do it how I want. The pad of his thumb brushed my clit like a whisper. I was so wet, so ready, I could have come right then. Slow it down. I know how to get you there. Touch my clit again, please. Like this? Yes. So slow. So unlike both times before. Like he was trying to torture me. Uh, more. More what? Oh, I don't know. Oh, just more. Uh, more of you. Oh, your finger. Oh, your dick. Oh, your mouth. I don't care. an idea. He pulled my hips forward, hard. Then he dropped to his knees, lifting my skirt so he could bury his head between my legs. Even feeling just his breath on my skin made my knees weak. He grabbed my ankles and held me in place. Here, spread your legs. Lighter. Oh, yeah. Use the flat. Yes. Oh my God. He circled my clit with the tip of his tongue, then dragged it wide across all of me. Over and over, he brought me closer and closer to the edge, then backed off just as I was about to spill over. It was driving me wild. Each time he backed off, I ground my hips into his mouth harder and harder. How are you doing? Are you gonna make me come or not? I don't know. When you get out of mouth, it... fuck you. You mean it? Mm. Finally. I felt ravenous. As soon as he was undressed, I wrapped my legs around his hips and pulled him towards me. His dick felt thick in my hands. I stroked it slowly, getting him ready for me. Mm. You're a fun one. Mm. Oh, you ready for me? Fuck me. I grabbed his ass and pulled him to me. He was fully inside me in one thrust. Oh. Fuck. Yes. Oh, you feel so good. 
my shoulder, my neck, just below my ear, and down my jaw, till he reached my lips.